Good morning, everybody. Welcome. Today is Tuesday, March 12th, 2019. My name is Jeremy, and this is my first cup of coffee. Ah, mm. oh, man. So, the furnace is out, but I'm very fortunate that I also have a wood stove. And to be honest, I also have a small electric heater and a small, strangely enough, indoor rated propane heater. I got options. But right now, it's just the wood stove, because that's all I need. And uh, there are a couple things, a couple lessons, we'll call them lessons, that come out of this. Um, first off, you gotta be prepared. You gotta have backup plans. You gotta have a plan B, maybe even C and D. And that applies in, in life. Um, and it applies in, in martial arts. You know, if you're, if you're working towards a goal, you're probably gonna have some kind of stumbling block. You're probably gonna have something you gotta work around, passed through, however you wanna look at it. And you need options. If your goal is to Let's say you're, you're training hard for your next rank and, you know, today's the day you work on this form and you're, you're just not feeling it. You're, maybe you're mildly injured. Work on something else. A little bit more acutely. Let's say you're sparring and your battle plan isn't going well. You need, you need to adapt. You need to change. I've coached a number of people who can't adapt on the fly, and they lose. It's just part of life. And you can say that same thing about people outside of martial arts, outside of sparring. If you can't adapt, you lose. I'm sure we all know people who have spent years complaining about a particular situation that is over but it's still the thing that defines them. It could be a, a romantic relationship ending. It could be the loss of a loved one. It could be the loss of a job. It could be someone, you know, in their mind doing them wrong. It happens. You adapt, you learn, you overcome. I will say though, I like the quiet of the wood stove versus the furnace. When the furnace is on, it's loud. It doesn't sound loud in the moment, but compared to the wood stove, which is right now just kind of, I don't know if you can hear it, you probably can't hear it from there. It's kind of pinging and popping. Here, I'll even uh, turn the camera and show you the wood stove. It's kind of cute right now because the cat's, uh, the cat's in front of it. There. That's better. So, uh, well, many of you know, I always ask for questions. So I had a couple questions come in via email the other day, and you can always submit your questions. You can leave them below in the comments, or you can email me, jeremy at whistlekick.com. And this comes in from Carl, and thanks for writing in, Carl. And Carl's great. I've actually, I've met Carl. He's come to 
training day and, and just been really supportive of Whistlekick, so I appreciate that. And I'm gonna answer one of these questions today and another one uh, maybe tomorrow or the next day, mix them up. Have you ever had to deal with a higher rank martial artist that always criticizes your techniques in sparring? Yes, but it continues. But when you watch them, they do the exact same thing. For instance, I tend to drop my rear hand when I throw a sidekick, but I watched him and he did the exact same mistake. I don't think it's respectful to call him out on it, but he drives me nuts because I'm really trying to work on the problem. But in the heat of battle, the hand, the rear hand drops. Yeah, so there's almost nothing more frustrating when you're trying to get something down and you're trying to figure out something um, that requires some skill and someone who in theory should be better at you, better at it than you, is calling you out for it and they're doing it themselves. Ugh, I feel the pain. But there are a couple things I think we need to unpack with that. And first is, just because someone can teach someone to do something, doesn't mean they can do it themselves. And this is a concept that's come up on martial arts radio before. We've talked about this. The idea that if rank is only tied to skill, then people have to stop, start getting demoted as they get older. And clearly that we don't do that. That would be silly. So we, we need to separate the ability to do from the ability to teach. And unfortunately, it sounds like this particular person is kind of lacking in both areas. Clearly they can't do the, the, the skill piece, but their ability to teach it is clearly just frustrating. you. And they probably pick up on that. And if I find that I'm working with someone and they're routinely making the same mistake, that's probably on me. I've got to come up with a different way to work with them on it. Now you had some speculation there, Carl, about it might be counterbalance for, for your kick. Yeah, and in fact, there are some styles that teach dropping that rear hand in that way it's okay, but it sounds like it's not something that you want to do, and that's fine. It's not something I recommend. Anyway, so I'm not going to so much speak to the skill part of it because that's not what you're asking about. You're asking about the frustration. One of the things that I've been spending a lot of time with lately is assuming the best of people. I've been trying to anyway. It's not always easy. When I assume the best in this situation, I assume that this higher rank genuinely wants you to get better. I assume that they're doing the best they can. They're doing the best they can to help you get better. And maybe they just suck at it. Maybe they're just not a very good martial artist. Maybe they're just not a very good martial arts instructor. That's okay. So what does that leave? It leaves your response to it. Now, I think that there are ways that you could have the conversation if you can get past the frustration, that you could talk to this person and go up to him after class and say, hey, I know you keep telling me to 
pick my rear hand up on my sidekick, and I want to, but I'm really struggling with it. Can you help me? Can you show me? Things like that. And it depends on what's in your heart when you ask that question. If you're trying to make them look bad, it's not gonna go well, because they're gonna pick up on it. But if you're genuinely trying to learn from them, it could go okay. And here's the thing. If this person knows that they're dropping their rear hand, maybe it's something that they're working on a lot. But if they've been training for a long time, they have a lot longer to unlearn, more, uh, more habit to change than you might have. So they might actually be the best person to help you with this. I know that seems silly. And yeah, there's a good chance that the person is just an unaware martial artist. They, they don't know that they're dropping their rear hand. That, that very well could be the case. But let's assume the best. Let's put something positive into the situation instead of assuming the worst, because that rarely ends up to be the case. How many times you watch TV or a movie or even in your own lives where you assume something has happened, something bad, that the cat's laying down right in front of the stove. It's adorable. Here, I'll show you. You assume something bad has happened and it's not even close and now you're embarrassed. Can I zoom in? There. She's just being adorable. Other camera? Come on. There we go. So, that is what I would do with that. And of course, my suggestion if you want help on the technique, on dropping that kick, um, decide where you want that hand. And if you want it here, practice holding onto your uniform. Um, if you want it here, practice holding onto your head. Let's see, where else might you want it? If you want it out, probably not. I know it's out. Carl does. Um, those are my two suggestions on where, where to place it, either to hold the inside, hold the lapel of your uniform to keep it across your body, or to hold, you know, to the side of your head. And it's going to take a bunch of repetitions to kind of unlearn that. The other thing you can do is make sure that if you're sparring with people who you trust, say, hey, when I drop my hand on that kick, can you tag me in the head? <laughs> or can you initiate some kind of action that makes me pull it back? Because uh, eventually, you will learn. Uh, we didn't go into it, but trust me, I have experienced nearly the same frustrating problem. So, thanks for writing in. I prefer answering questions. It makes my job easier, my life easier, it's more fun for me. And at least one person out there is going to hopefully appreciate the episode. Don't forget, we do this show every weekday, 6.30 a.m. Eastern. Good morning, Stacy. Stacy writes in, morning, Jeremy and Kitty. I appreciate these. They apply not just to martial arts, but daily life too. You rock. Thank you, Stacy. That is the goal. The goal here is to give you something that is martial arts and kind of life related.
because um, it helps me frame the day for myself. Honestly, this show is really for me and other people just seem to enjoy it. Uh, 6.30 a.m. Eastern here on YouTube. You can also catch it on any of your podcast feeds. And of course, firstcupwithjeremy.com. Leave me questions, leave me comments below. I'll answer them tomorrow or the next day or whenever. Or email me, jeremy at I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful day. <laughs>